Hello, everybody. This is Kristen Wombeck. Welcome to my podcast, Intentional Now. Hmm, boy. Just had to get here fast this week, you know? Um, it's like I knew you were listening and I wanted to talk to you. And it's a Tuesday. So it's been a tough day. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go talk to my friends and let's see what the Lord would say between you and I today. Huh? So I was writing down a few notes and about the day being difficult. And um, it started out all right. I did. I took care of me. <laughs> I talked with the Lord. I had communion, mm, coffee, a smoothie, healthy one, and I worked out. Took care of me. This was all the right things to do. But the day just tweaked, I guess. Ever, do you ever have a day that just tweaks? Hmm. Nothing major, no emergency, and I suppose it's um, my head was buttoned up on my husband's head. And that can be difficult because I then go ask the Lord, you know, what's up with my head, right? <laughs> and how do I get past what's in my head? <laughs> Or what it's buttoned up against, right? You never have those kind of problems, though, right? <laughs> oh, so I just thought I'd come and talk to you because it's a good thing. It's a good thing to share. It's a good thing, too, that we hold up each other's arms and we shake those pom-poms for each other, right? Uh, the day turned out fine. I got my stuff done. I batted a few and made it around the bases a couple of times. At least the first and third. Didn't get thrown out. <laughs> so I got some things done. Which is good. But still. I guess when it comes down to it. I'm glad that I took care of me. That was the right thing to do. Our, our, I'm going to ask you a question. Did you take care of you today? Hmm. Maybe I should ask some, add some crickets on that question. Here we go. Did you take care of you today? Hmm. Okay. Moving on. We are going to be encouraged together, right? And I already heard your question, but well, you want to know what the question was. So I heard you ask me the question, well, Kristen, how do you have communion? Okay. So just going to be very transparent with you. Today and for about the past two, three weeks, I have been meeting with the Godhead on a bridge that crosses over into God's garden. 
It's in heaven. I think you've figured that out about me about now, huh? And on this bridge, a few weeks back, God gave me a telescope. And I have been able to look out through this telescope. And I know I'm looking down the timeline and I'm seeing some things. And um, for myself, I've seen something that pertains to a family member of mine, a good thing. And um, I have been working towards some goals that God showed me. And those goals, I see them and they lay across the body of water that I'm walking over or standing over in the bridge. And so I have communion there with them. And the tree of like life actually grows up in, in through the bridge. It's a, it's a beautiful sight. And there's a table underneath it. And for the past couple weeks, I have been asked by Jesus and Holy Spirit and God. I was asked by them to bring the com- communion, to supply the Kool-Aid, so to speak. So with that request, I found myself carrying on my back. I have um, an old-fashioned like um thermos that's pink plaid it's wonderful and it's kind of like this is Kristen's Kool-Aid right (laughs) or you could say Kristen's wine and what I've learned from that is that we are supposed to drink Jesus who lives in us we're supposed to drink that because that way we drink our scroll, we drink our destiny, we drink our own wine, our own make, the own our own grape that the landowner, um, that vintage that he called us to and called us as. And so when we drink our own wine, then we're drinking of our destiny. And it's wonderful. So I have been eating and drinking and sharing my communion, my destiny scroll liquefied. It's just fun to call it my Kool-Aid, Kristen's Kool-Aid. <laughs> and that's what I have communion. And I'm engaging the tree of life and the Godhead. It's really a wonderful place. And there are is some low-hanging fruit, meaning it's close to me things that are happening that are close to me and it pertains to those things. So it's really a very good thing, a wonderful place to be. Um, so I want to share with you today a way that I'm going to encourage myself. I mean, I'm already encouraged because I'm talking to you. But I want to go deeper into the encouragement. I want to go deeper into, let's shake some of the debris from the day, okay? Let's shake some of that off. And just one of the most powerful things for me, because we're walking through the unfinished book together, and between the lines, between the ink, it's very Hebrew because you have the, 
the black letters that are written and in the letter shin it says that there's the white letters and that's why the letters never touch so we're talking about the white letters in between that is what god is talking to me about and i find encouragement there and the power that was in the book that power is good for the author and today i wanted to read to you I'm going to read straight out of the book, page 41, um, in the chapter, A Lading and Waiting. Okay, are you ready? This is one of my favorites. Ready to take a dip in. Okay, part of Kristen's Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> well, my husband, Don, had a small auto repair shop nestled amongst other light industrial businesses in Newburgh. During the evening hours, my honey would catch me up on the day, customers, broken cars, and the lives of his different lunch companions. Through Don's stories, they, the lunch bunch, became a familiar community. During one evening report, concerned, Don mentioned Dave's pregnant wife, Pat. Her pregnancy had become fragile, confining her to hospitalization at Portland's OHSU, Oregon Health Science University. What pricked our hearts from Dave's conversation is that Pat was disappointed she hadn't had any friends visiting her during her month-long confinement. I think this is why Don told me. He knew I would volunteer. He knew I'd volunteered to go. So Don communicated our hearts to Dave, and he happily arranged the day. I love meeting new people and being, being God's on-call Samaritan. Arriving, this particular baby hospital was floor after floor, room after room, of fragile and bored moms to be. Meeting Pat, she was easy to talk to and share about the different mothers that she has met during her stay. A curious fact, every time she mentioned this one particular friend, I would get a witness, encouraged, a witness in my spirit. The afternoon sleep Z seemed to slow our visit, and Pat was encouraged. I prayed for her and hoped returned. I graciously inquired about this particular friend and boldly asked if Pat would introduce me. Gladly, knowing that all the mothers were hungry for any distraction, Pat laid hold of her wheelchair and we were off down the hallway. Beautifully, Pat maneuvered the introduction and my new acquaintance set me at ease, happy for the company. Pat excused to herself, he needed a call to take an afternoon cat nap. Do you ever get so excited to meet somebody that you might hear their name, you miss their name in the introduction? Oh, I'm guilty. I have never remembered her name. For the sake of the story, I'll call her Jackie. She's an attractive young mom, dark long hair, she looked like she'd been through the ringer with this pregnancy. Jackie told me that they were unable to stop the hemorrhaging 
which put the baby at risk for loss in the next 24 hours. Well, I asked her if I could pray and lay hands on her, and she agreed. I said a nice, easy-to-be-entreated prayer. Nothing too earth-shaking. I said amen and thanking the Lord for healing her and delivering a healthy baby. As we lifted our bowed heads, I distinctly heard the Lord say, Pray for her in your prayer language. I was shocked. He repeated himself, Yes, pray for her in your prayer language. Well, for a moment I felt like all the world could see the wrestle inside of me as I had an internal conversation with the Lord. I argued his own text with him about the legalities of speaking in tongues publicly. (laughs) To no avail, he repeated, pray for her in your prayer language. I, conceding to the possible misunderstanding and embarrassment, shared with Jackie that the Lord had given me a special prayer language, a wee bit of teaching before I jumped off the cliff and that he was prompting me to pray for her again. Using this prayer conversation, she agreed without any concern. A very trusting and easygoing spirit was obviously in the room. So we closed our eyes, and I spoke in another tongue, casting mysterious words over her, maybe 30 seconds before I peeked with one eye, to the Lord, see the Lord's intent. Jackie's face was wet with tears. We both looked up and I asked her if she was all right. It took her a moment to regain her composure to speak. She shared, when I was a little girl, my dad used to tell me stories in his native Cherokee tongue. And you sound just like him. More tears flowed at the dearness of her memories. I waited till she was comforted. We hugged and she thanked me for coming and praying for her. The next day, Pat called Dave and Dave told Dawn. And last but not least, Dawn shared with me that Jackie's hemorrhage dried up immediately. And after an adequate amount of days later, she gave birth to a healthy baby boy. (laughs) never argue with the Lord, right? (laughs) He really knows what's right. He knows what he's doing. And so that is such a precious memory and testimony that I have. Praying for Jackie, praying for her in a different way. And yet my language, my prayer language She understood it, and her spirit understood it. And because it touched her in a place that only Holy Spirit could have done that kind of supernatural touch, it reminded her of her father. And that memory and that touch, it healed her. I am so glad that I gave up the argument, (laughs) and I didn't argue with the Lord anymore, and I prayed for her. Hmm. Do you suppose that maybe, hmm, maybe I should do that again today? Maybe there's somebody out there or maybe even for myself because it was a difficult day 
a trying day. Well, I'm certainly not sitting in a maternity ward with a fragile pregnancy. But then again, if you would look at that from a different perspective, I am have been busily working on some new goals in my life. So maybe that is the order for the day. So let's just um, quiet ourselves for just a bit here and listen. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm just going to pray in my prayer language and let the Lord touch me first. And let the Lord touch you also. How about that? (laughs) Just like Jackie. (sighs) Ishuta anorukushama Ile eushunana riyotushta Yokoma pashitiya lotula Taishitikiya noramokchuchichie I don't know about you, but it sure worked on my end. (laughs) It's a good touch. Mm -hmm. See, I am so glad that I decided to come talk to you today. (laughs) I can feel those emotional Emotions being touched a tad bit. Oh, and it's good. Mm-hmm. I am encouraged. Wow, the power of a testimony of what he's done in our life. Yeah, it's powerful. It's just washing away the difficulties of today. It's giving me and you the power for tomorrow, the inspiration and the creativity for tomorrow. It's good stuff. Hmm. I can just stay right here. Should I hum a little bit? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what singing it sound like on your end. (laughs) If it's anything like a Zoom, (laughs) the music can get kind of distorted. It shouldn't matter, right, Kristen? Yeah. Okay. Boy. I'm being asked to be brave, aren't I? <laughs> Encourage me, going up. Who does say? Who does say? 
Hiramasato Every time I come to him, every time I lay my burden down, every time I quiet me, the day seems to turn around as his goodness, his goodness flows over me, <laughs> his goodness flows over me. Ooh. And the day turns bright, and my mood is light, and his touch and his love wrap around me close. <laughs> so close is the Lord. So near is his breath, <laughs> his goodness, his love surrounds me. Erekiasu, Erekiasu. I'm blessed. Thank you for being part of my encouragement today. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Thank you for your ears. Thank you for your listening. Thank you for your heart. Do we have any more questions for today? Or nah, I don't think there's a question that just is could answer anything that has already happened. Just being encouraged and being touched. You know, I grabbed a quote. One of my favorite quotes in this season by Tony Robbins. And it says, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Visible. I'll say it again. Setting goals is the first step into turning the invisible into the visible. That's good, huh? Okay. You be blessed. Thank you for your ears. Thank you so much. I bless you. Till we meet again, I'll talk to you soon, okay? I think I'm going to grab that little applause button. When applause you want, crickets. Oh, 
How about a crowd cheering? Now, let's go to the applause. Here we go. Yay. <laughs> See you later. You have a great day. Thank you for your encouragement.